What's up everybody? It's another Final Thoughts Media production. Welcome into the barbershop. guest stars only today uh, you're speaking with karen please excuse the name up next is mikkel say hi hey mikkel oh god damn it and fox hi there and sweet sweet precious kaylin you guys sound fake as fuck right now <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck already already we are um we're kind of off the rails. You could say we're kind of venomous, toxic even. Yeah. Um, I guess it can make you want to shriek. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. It's already Oh, like Spider-Man. DJ so, Khaled. <laughs> we are reviewing Venom 2, Let There Be Funnage. Which is, <laughs> which he legitimately, they literally... They legitimately said the, the name of the trailer at least twice in the movie, I think. The they really did. They li- I'm surprised they went that far. They, they, it I, didn't even really make sense in terms of the scene. It yeah, no, it didn't. Like, like, it to get that in there. Yeah, because he was just beating up on Venom in the church, and he was just like, let there be carnage. It's just like, you're speaking to one man. Okay, here's – I will – can I I can I be, like, carnage advocate right here for just five seconds? Do it. Technically, let there let there be carnage is a phrase a play on let there be light, which is a biblical term. So technically, it works for a church setting. Ah, so technically, it took place in a church. Technically that's speaking, it was still dumb time. as fuck. Don't like don't pretend like I'm not like I'm not making. I'm still real dumb. Fox said this was a good movie. It it I did not say it was a good movie. Oh, how dare you? How dare you? It was a fun movie. It was fun. It was, Venom, it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Venom, so Venom is the Fast and Furious. much more of an actual character in this. Venom was a, like, it's like the Fast and Furious of superhero movies. It's not good, but it is fun. Like, really fun. No, I'd say Deadpool is the Fast and Furious. No, Deadpool. I wouldn't say that at all. Deadpool. Deadpool's well, actually a good movie. Good. I'd say Deadpool is better than Venom. Deadpool is a million times better than Venom. You know, I'm not going to argue with you on that. De- but Deadpool also had much bigger I will, I will appreciate and that. Ryan Reynolds. Venom, Venom is surprisingly more homoerotic than Deadpool. Oh, they definitely Oh, my God. Venom. Yes, please. Them and, did you watch after the credits? I did. Or they're just like, like they're like, did you just say you love me? Like, and, a, uh, and they and then like Venom literally like brain fucked <laughs> Eddie at the end there. Jesus. What? He basically like brain. He's like I'll. Oh, show when they were sharing information in the hotel. Yeah. Yeah. That's literally like he's like hey, I don't know if you're a little tiny human. <laughs> he opened his third eye, you could say. He opened his third eye, Kayla. His third eye is open. So- I was reading a review of it, and they said that when he was he was going to start doing the data share, and then multiverse happened, so he didn't actually get to do the the data share. Yeah, it, it just happened to coincide with 
I think, what's going on in a bunch of the different universes, including uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. This is going to be great, because now technically Deadpool and Venom exist in the same universe now. Since Deadpool. Oh, my God. We are going to have have young boy Tom Holland in a scene with a character who calls people pussies. Yeah, right? (laughs) I... I'm gonna, it's gonna be really interesting. And okay, can I? I will. It was. I can't. I can't believe we're already getting into talk of the post credits scene. We haven't even talked about most of the movie. But that was kind of weird when Venom just like licked the screen when the tiny boy child yeah, was on the screen. Yeah. It's just like I don't know if he wants to eat him or fuck him or be friends with him, it's which true. is pretty much their relationship. Canonically, at this point, Spider-Man should be like 16 years oh, old. Oh no! <laughs> He's a boy child. Oh, no. Isn't that the same thing? Yes, Kalen. Yes, damn. Yes. I'm not tripping. I'm saying. You are kind of tripping. But, um. I, I do I do love how, um, like, the movie, it starts with the same exact problem that we thought was solved at the end of the first movie. That was just yeah. like, yeah, we're going to go around. We're going to eat bad guys. And then, Ed, and then uh, Brock is just like. I want to chill at home in my fucking disaster apartment with my slime husband. And it's just like, don't, don't eat people. And Venom's just like, I can't live, laugh, and love in these conditions. <laughs> and just fucking destroys the entire house. I did love how he named the, the two chickens Sonny and Cher. I did love that as well. There's no reference to that because I didn't notice. Sonny and Cher are a famous musical duo. The singers? Then their husband, like, Sonny was the mayor of uh, Miami no, for like. Who a- Cher is? Cher is a gay icon. Oh, no, I didn't know. And Sonny Bono was like the mayor of Miami for like a hot second. She also hasn't aged since she hit 40. No, true. She is. A, she's still a bad bitch. Absolutely. But, um, Venom. Also, Venom ran into the same problem a lot of the MCU movies run into, as in, like, killing your villain in, like, the same movie they happen in. Because, like, Carnage is one of those characters who should fucking stick around. He's literally a thorn in, like, Eddie's side constantly. He is. Carnage was really strong in this. I did kind of feel disappointed that he died as a one-off. Yeah. He's really, he plays off Venom really well. And the whole father aspect really works out because you're just like this is a new side of Venom that he has to contend with making more symbiote babies yep that's his biggest problem is that he's constantly getting pregnant constantly Constantly. with that child support he sees these carnages like oh man I can't pay the child support Venom's like Nick Cannon he's just making babies so like Fox you might know this uh huh go ahead the symbiote like the colors Mm mhm is the colors like a ranking system of how? No, it's random as fuck. Carnage okay. only exists because it's just blood. Like it's it's literally just like a blood thing. Like the the colors does do not matter at all. So why did like in the movie he's like that's a red one. We gotta fucking leave. There's, Happy marriage to the couple. We're going out of here. There is only one. In the comics, there's only one symbiote where the color actually has something to do with it. So why did Venom freak out when he saw Carnage? I he said that is a red one. 
probably was bigger than him. It and kind of feels like there should have been a meeting between the two before the chapel meeting. Mm-hmm. Like, there should have been. For a movie called Let There Be Carnage, there's not a lot of Venom versus Carnage. True. It takes them a while to get together. By that yeah. point, that's the final scene. That's the final fight. So that whole like Carnage versus Venom dynamic, it, it, it's in that like four minutes. And that four minutes is like great. But then after that, you don't get anything, which is kind this, of disappointing. This movie is is like one fourth action and then like three fourths like buddy comments. Uh, like well, buddy, I wouldn't even romance. say buddy because they're not it's together just, for a while. Yeah, it's just them longing for each other. In fact, I'd say that honestly, I think the movie is saved by both Woody Harrelson and Shriek's actors because without them, I don't think this movie would be as good as the first one. I do gotta say, Woody Harrelson really after he fought them on getting him a good wig. Yeah. He did. He did really good. I really, really liked really him good. in Shriek. I yeah. really, I kind of wish we would have got more of them. Like, can I say like, something? Go for it. Um, that is, I like, I like Carnage in this movie. That is not how fucking Carnage is in the comics. Describe. Carnage does. Carnage is just in the comics. Is just an unabashed sociopath. Like he doesn't have a tragic backstory. He doesn't have like a sad story. Like Shriek and him were in a relationship in the comics, but like he was just an unabashed serial killer. Like he burned down the he burned down the um the orphanage she was in with all the kids in it. Oh. He killed like a whole bunch of people. So like yeah, no, he wasn't like a, a just like a, a a tortured soul. He was legitimately a terrible fucking person. But here's the thing though, I do think that um Clevis Cletus I do think that uh Cletus a lot of what he says is, you know, the whole biased narrator sort it's of true. thing. Because like he will blatantly like fuck with people. Like with Eddie, he's like, I wanted a family and then he's like, I wanted to be your friend and it's like He's fucking crazy. You can't believe anything he says. True, but I sort of, at least I think narratively they were trying to make us think that he was that he was telling the truth, because the the story was on the outside that he did kill them mm-hmm. on on his sociopath. It didn't work. I wasn't convinced. You weren't convinced by Cletus? Not really. I, I, well, I think the problem is they introduced that way too late. And yeah. After that, you get that super cool, like, thing with him and um, the storyboarding. The storyboarding. Yeah, that was, was like, really nice. Really, really cool. I love that. So like at that point, you're just kind of like, I just like him as an unfinished bastard. Like, it's just like. Oh, also so speaking weird. about things that don't make sense, the fact that Cletus had like all of those clues blatantly drawn over the entirety of his jail cell. Yeah, that didn't. I was it. like, I can't believe someone figured it out, even though I drew the exact shoreline that hasn't changed in a hundred years. And somebody went there with a Google Images search and found all the bodies that I conveniently stored in a single location. Also, another thing that made no sense is why did she all of a sudden? Why did Shriek all of a sudden turn on Cletus? What do you mean? What? Yeah, because she said Cletus, this is too much. Oh, when he was attacking... Yeah, uh, that made no sense. That she, yeah, when he was attacking Anna. Anna. Yeah. Venom uh, says it different. 
than uh, Eddie does. Yeah. It just, it didn't hurt. I, I feel like her heel turn made no sense. Absolutely none. Because she was fucking on board. She was crazy horny for the strange tentacle demon and yeah. Cletus. And I love that about her. And she's yeah. tall as shit. And she was the one who kidnapped Anne, or Anna, to begin with. Yeah. Yeah, that heel turn on her part made absolutely no sense. Not at all. But, um... It was alright. <laughs> okay. It was alright. Very constructive criticism from Kaylin, Kaylin Jordania over here. It was alright. Um... Like, the reaction that I got when, um... They got reunited when he broke into the hospital to get her. Was how I how like we all hoped Anne would respond. Yeah. Is like you wish she would be like super on board, like, yeah, things will be wild as shit from here on out, but I'm about it. And Anne's like, I'm out. I'm out. Well, yeah, not. there's a weird demon well, alien in you. What? 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 Fuck, she wants to live a normal life. What are you talking about? Of course have he's out. Kaylin, 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 have you seen hentai? Do you know the possibilities? Girl, if you don't get out my face with that foolishness. I can save the world. Thank you. That, girl, that woman is trying to live her life without all of that mess. Even the captain. I wish she was on board. Karen she's, wants a, she's, a, she's, a, she's engaged. Karen just wants tentacle sex. Let's just be honest. No you know typical, what? No typical sex for you. I can't deny what humanity needs. Okay. Sometimes the heart wants to... I, the heart. I kind of wish we got to see more of she Venom, like her in the actual Venom symbiote, because that was hot in the first movie. Yeah, they. they I feel like they made her like very skinny Venom in this one. When when like, do you do you get it? Like we only got to see like half half a frame of her. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't get to, we didn't get to see any freaking Venom biddies. It's true. It's true. They cropped, they cropped that camera right where they, they knew we were going to Because we, 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 we taste, that's, the the reason you're the, you're a virgin, but we're the horniest is because we've tasted the sweet satisfaction, Caitlin, and you just got to get more. Okay. Sweet summer child, Caitlin. (laughs) We love you, Caitlin. Right, right. But, um, yeah, this movie was, it was good. It was, okay, it wasn't good. It was fun. But there were just narrative choices that made no fucking sense. I just wish yeah. they would have. Did you really come into this movie expecting anything, like, that made sense? <laughs> I, I mean, here's, here's really the one it. thing that constantly makes me come back is that Venom is the best director's commentary. Oh, I yeah. fucking love him in the background 24-7. Yeah, I do. He I is do always like great. I feel like he hyped, like, whenever Venom has to get his commentary, it's just pretty much every time. Every, every time. second of the day. It, it, it kind of elevates this movie into why I like it so much. It was I, just love, like, I, I, did, I did laugh when um she showed the wedding ring and he just hear him screaming like, No! <laughs> yeah. No! <laughs> I also, that was it's funny. Gone. I also, I loved, I, one thing I did love was Tom Hardy's, like, character acting, when he's finally alone in his thoughts with no venom, and he's just 
lying on the floor of his house. That was so real. That was just like that person who's had just the most horrible, roughest day who finally gets to lay in their bed and be at peace. And doesn't even bother bother to lay in the bed. No, just like lies down wherever and is just perfectly content for five seconds until everything. He's up his apartment. He's like, finally, I can get my life back together. And then the second he needs to like get stuff done for work, he's like, oh my God, where's Venom? And he starts like imitating his voice. Yeah, no, that was. <laughs> they loved each other. They, 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 they are, a, they are an odd couple. They have to have fucked at least once. There's actually, oh my god, uh, just a little side bit as comic book fan. You know what this was, bro. You know what this was, you Chris. Know what this was. Um, so side bit. There's this uh, the current artist. Well, not the current, the previous artist of Venom, Ryan Stegman. Somebody asked him on Twitter, was like, I know exactly right? what you're gonna say. And he's just like, what What happens when Eddie gets a boner? <laughs> the artist was like, the symbiote, the symbiote takes, takes care, of, care of it. <laughs> That's where the webbing comes from. Okay. No! He doesn't have webbing. Show the fuck out. <laughs> he doesn't have it yet. <gasps> Do you think he's going to get that from the multiverse interaction? Oh, my God. If he gets webbing from meeting Spider-Man. It... Ah, that would be so- oh, my God. So they're supposed to be, okay, in No Way Home, there's supposed to be some version of the Sinister Six. What if just Venom just walks out of nowhere? He's like, hi, guys. And he just gets roped into being a member of the Sinister Six. Well, this was already the best movie ever made. I mean, the hell and I was already talking about um, how there are some, some canons where Venom is just like, Hey, Sinister Six, or hey, other villain, you're telling me that Spider-Man evil? I believe. Let's go eat Spider-Man. And that's it. That's all it takes. It's, it's, no, it's funny. Like, in the, in the comic books, when Venom first appeared, Venom was not a bad guy. Venom just wanted to kill a Spider-Man. That was literally it. Like, he would literally, like, he was actually kind of a good person. Like, he was in a fight with Spider-Man. And he noticed there was, like, this car about to go off a bridge. And Venom literally, like, jumped and saved the people in the car. He's like, are you okay? <laughs> are you sure he didn't want to make sure that there was nobody in there so he could throw the car? No, he, no I'm positive yeah. he was trying to save them. He was, like, he, it was funny. There was this thing where he grabbed, where he, a child fell and he was about to fall and he grabbed the child. And he's like, are you okay? Are you sure he's, he wasn't planning to throw the child at Spider-Man? Caleb, no, I'm positive. Actually, he's a good I'm person. I'm going to put dirt in his eye. Yeah, like Bully McGuire. That's how, the symbiote, that's how Bully McGuire even started. With the that symbiote. is how Bully McGuire became from the yeah. symbiote. And Venom is like a whole symbiote. So I hate, I hate Spider-Man 3 with such a passion. You have no reason to hate Spider-Man 3. That movie you have no reason. <laughs> That movie sucks rocks, Kaylin. You have no reason to hate it. Not it's at all. Bad. You just want to hate it for the sake of hating it. I want to hate it for the sake of hating it. That's a good-ass movie. You're a liar. That is the best Spider-Man movie. That's a damn lie. And Spider-Man 2 is the best. But <laughs> my point is, no, you no, have no reason The best to hate Spider-Man, Spider-Man movie is Into the Spider-Verse. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. No. No, 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 yes. no. Spider-Man 2 is the best. Kalen, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is the best Spider-Man movie of all time. Absolutely. Have you heard the soundtrack, my dude? 
It's just better. Animation is just superior. Dr. Octopus tried to recreate the sun. Dr. Dr. Octopus into the Spider-Verse was a MILF. That automatically wins. Dr. Octopus threw Spider-Man into a train. Kaylin, you can't fight. He brought the MILF card. You can't can't fight the MILF card, Kaylin. What part of Dr. Octopus threw Spider-Man into a train do you not understand? That just means she's powerful, uh, and that doesn't decrease the MILF meter. In fact, it increases it. She tried to strap Peter to a chair and, like, stripped him naked. That was pretty hot. Dr. Octopus got his ass beat by Aunt May. Tell me I'm wrong. And Toad McGuire coming so back for Spider-Man. This is on topic. We're talking about this. Kaylin, it all matters now. Kaylin, it all oh, matters. Right, right. Every single oh, here's here's the question. Do you think they'll put Drake Bell in as a Spider-Man? No. 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 Not after not, after, not after, after what's happened? He was only no. I can't believe you even think of that, Karen. Come on now. Well, Mikel was talking about it. Yeah, he was the voice of Spider-Man. I was scared. But no, he's not. That's definitely, that's definitely not going to happen. Yeah. I, I, I'm just so happy. I'm so excited for Venom to just, like, awkwardly stumble into the plot of No Way Home. We don't even know if that'll happen. That's going to happen. That'd be funny as shit. That's literally a scene for the end of on screen. In the background, look around, be like kind of confused, and be like, "Oh, that one—that's the one I need." He's like, "Oh, am, oh, he's just gonna see everybody fighting Peter and be like, oh, oh, I guess I gotta do this now too.' He's just doing it because everybody else is doing it. He's like, "Oh, this looks fun." Yeah. <laughs> he's just gonna start beating up on. He's like, "What the? Who the heck are you? I don't know, uh, but I gotta eat yeah. you." Yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. Is, um. Do you think that the symbiotes across universes have the hive mind? That would be cool. Feel like, yeah, do you feel like that's why Venom was excited to see Spider-Man? Maybe there's a symbiote that has at least seen him in his current universe? Yeah, I did act like he knew Yeah, him. right? Uh, here's why I don't... I, I mean, I have no... In the comic books, they're not connected over universes... Do you think they give a shit about that? Kalen, if you would let me finish my thought, I was going to say, I don't know how they're going to do it in the movies. I'm just using the comics as a... 
Kalen, I don't. I know they don't care about the comics and the movies. I'm just saying. I'm using it as a frame of reference, as like as like a jumping off point. So. Because I feel like they're setting it up. I, I feel like the, in addition to like there maybe being like the hive mind goes across universes thing. I feel like there's other stuff that they're changing. Like obviously, I think that they're trying to do like the tiers, like black symbiotes are the lowest tier and then like gray and red are above them i feel like that's a difference so they might go forward with we're gonna we're, we're doing power levels <laughs> this so is gonna be dragon ball z they're gonna do power levels so offended by what you just said. well venom did say he was a loser on his own home planet maybe it's because he was like the lowest level of acknowledged well, symbiote. here's the thing Black. here's Black. the thing in in the comic books Black. all all symbiotes are black um, all, um, other than like the spawns of Venom. Really? Yeah, they're all black. But then, why in the movie does he say that's a red one? We gotta go. Because that's not, what I'm saying. Because it doesn't matter. Because yeah, they would have one more scene together. That would have. I don't know why. I think he, I think because it freaked him out. Him. It probably freaked him out because he had never seen one like that before. He said also, that is I a red one. I absolutely hate that there was not, like, a conversation of Brock being like, so when were you going to tell me you were pregnant? No, my, no, let's run it back to that whole red thing. He said that is a red one. Probably he said that, like, no. he knew what a red one was. And no, he, he didn't. To fuck with I don't think he did. He literally said that is a red one. The red one. He, was he like, probably saw it because it looked bigger than him and scarier than him. He said that is a red one. He didn't say. He's Here's, red. The Here's the thing. That was so bad to him that he went back. He went back inside. That's when the hope That's wouldn't the come out. He knew that red ones apparently are so are ones not to fuck with. So That's my thing. He went back inside Eddie's butthole. Oh, shut up. <laughs> the venom is stored in the butthole. So yeah, like, what's, what's the deal with the black ones? What they got going on at the black ones? Though? Kalen, I'm t- I don't know. I don't know what plot they're using for these for the movies. I'm just telling you, in the comic books, there is only all symbiotes are black unless they are offsprings of the main symbiote of Venom. And that's another thing. Well, I guess since this is the movies, it doesn't really matter since we're not using the comics as a reference. But go ask your question. Like, by that logic, then he would know, like, oh, shit, that's mine. Because it's a different color. Hey, 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 hey. Don't you mess with my screen. I'm not messing with your screen, big boy. Um, big boy. But, uh, so basically the only, the only time the color of the symbiote has ever mattered in the comics was there was a version of the symbiote that was, like, an offshoot, kind of, called Anti-Venom, which is Venom just, like inverted where it was more white with black stripes than black with white stripes and it could like heal all diseases oh so it's the vaccine then yeah actually kind of yeah like rock was worn by flash thompson yeah i I kept seeing that name in some places and i was like so so, okay eddie brock was anti-venom before he was was anti-venom while flash thompson was venom yeah, like that was the entire time Flash Thompson was Venom. Flash. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Eddie was anti-Venom because Eddie had gone through cancer and. Oh. He, yeah, Eddie had cancer. It was real. It really fucked him up. And um, 
The, I'm pretty sure the anti-venom symbiote healed him. Flash. Um. Wait, so Venom? Wait, was this a time where they were separated? There was a time where they were separated, yeah. That, was that when he got cancer? Yeah, yeah, I think, well, there was this whole arc where, um, the, uh, Eddie, Eddie had cancer, so he sold the symbiote for money. What? No, no, what happened was he got he cancer. sold <laughs> Venom? Then what happened is he got religion. That's not what happened. Oh, no. That's what happened. That's what happened. He got religion. That's not what happened. I find it extremely hard to believe that Eddie Brock would sell Venom to anybody. No, he did. And it was sold at a super vill- at an auction where they were selling off supervillain memorabilia. And this uh, son of this mob, this really, like, weaselly son of a mobster bought the symbiote so he could be, t- be tough for his dad. And then... The, the Venom symbiote literally, like, the guy was literally jumping off the a building to, like, chase after Spider-Man, and the symbiote literally left him in midair for him to fall to his death. Oh, my gosh. And then, and then the symbiote got captured by uh, S.H.I.E.L.D., and uh, they used it, and then Norman used it to attach to Matt Garkin, who was the uh, Scorpion. And Scorpion was Venom for a while. And, yeah, that was a whole thing. And then that was when uh, Venom just became a, was like a straight-up serial killer. And... I find it extremely hard to believe that if Eddie Brock got cancer, Venom would not cure it. I don't know, because, I mean, the whole curing thing wasn't as strong as it was in the comic books early on. But, um, yeah, it was a real bad time for Eddie. And in recent things, we found out that, like, Eddie had a kid. Because, like, in the comic books, that Anne character, she commits suicide. Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. I should have trigger warning for the word suicide. But, yeah, no, she she does. Because she, so she bonds with the symbiote, and it, it when it, it leaves her, but like whenever she looks in the mirror, she only sees the symbiote, and it like drives her insane. But we, we it was retconned in is that she was also pregnant at the time, and she left the baby with Eddie's dad and then killed herself. What? Um. The comics be wild sometimes. Yeah, no, it was, but like no, also when the symbiote bonded with her, like be, between Eddie. It was very much played off as like a a, a, a sexual thing. That's Hollywood for you. <laughs> That's comics for you, dude. Big difference. But yeah, no, it was yeah. She doesn't need she like she is the 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 mother of Eddie's baby though, and we meet like Eddie's kid and uh and he got religion. He he didn't. Will you? Shut up. <laughs> Will you? Will you hush? Sure. He's contractually obligated to not shut up. Bob That's Bob. true. He is, he is literally a chaos bomb. So deal with it. Damn it. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> but no. Uh, I don't know where they're going. Obviously. To, so Venom exists in the MCU now. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
at least for the time being. At least for the time being before they put him the before Kevin Feige's like, we used you for this movie. You're going back. And Doctor Strange sends him through a fucking portal. I would hate that. I'd be so pissed off, but it seems like this movie is starting to become too powerful. Yeah. I so, worry about that small yeah, boy. Well, you know, all these possibilities. This this shit is gonna get overwhelming. Yeah, it's good. It's it becomes the singularity. Like we all thought Avengers was supposed to be ambitious. Yeah, like Avengers this is out of control. We thought Avengers Endgame was gonna be the great it was gonna be the wildest movie of all time. It's not anymore. It's not. Well, that movie did have Black Panther, this is not, but <laughs> But uh I was what I was gonna say. It's funny because this just reminds me. I don't know if you ever, if you guys ever saw the interview that um the joint interview between Amy Pascal, the former like head of Sony like pictures, and uh Kevin Feige, where they were like they were talking, they were asking questions, and they were like, "So does Venom is Venom happening in the MCU?" And she and Amy Pascal's like, "Yeah," and Kevin Feige's like, "What?" He doesn't. He doesn't say anything, but, like, the look in his eyes is like, we never agreed to that. He, like, he looks purely shocked by her answer. But, um, so, I mean, technically, it does not take place in the MCU. It takes place in the Sony MCU. But that just reminds me of how great, because his face from that turned into a reaction meme. Oh, boy. Because he was genuinely shocked by her answer. Because, <laughs> like, he knew this movie was going to be fucking ridiculous. But, um, yeah, no. I don't know what No Way Home is going to be like. I don't either. I, you I know what? Part of me is kind of hoping that Tom Hardy stays in the MCU. Like, that character, Venom, stays in the MCU. Because I cannot wait to see with this big lug of, like... Venom is like with this tiny man-child Spider-Man. I'm just extremely concerned. I'm very excited. It's just like Venom can like curse and do his own thing when he's like in his own little universe, but when he's part of the MCU, I'm just so scared that he's just going to be number 243 on the roster. And will end up as a background character. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, that's why part of me thinks, like, at the end of No Way Home, they're just going to put him back. He needs to go back. He was he was happy on an island. It's true. That, you know what? That's actually a whole arc. There was where Peter realized, he's like, I need to, like, I need to end my confrontation with Venom. So what he does, he literally, like... He literally freezes Venom, like dry freezes him, puts him on a plane, and they go to an island. And they have their final battle on an island. And Peter just mainly leaves him there. And it's called Venom Island. And it's a whole arc. And then he went back to it recently for like a final battle with Carnage. But yeah, no. Um. So technically, Venom being stuck on an island with Eddie is like this is like a technical whole thing. Here's my thing: is that what is it? No way home. Yeah. That's it? Yeah. yeah. No way home. 
is that it seems like it is very much so focused about, you know, Peter Parker and him having a public identity now and him trying to navigate his relationships and then meeting up with Doctor Strange and being like, well, what happens if I if I reverse everything? No, wait, I don't want to do that. And then something happens. Chaos happens. Venom happens. happens. I cannot. I, I, like, for at least one movie, I can't wait to see the reaction. I can't wait to see their interaction. It's going to be fun. It's whatever happens, even if it's just for like five minutes, it's going to be fun as that. I just, I'm, I don't know how big their interactions are going to be because it seems to be a very Spider-Man centric sort of thing about like the journey of Peter Parker being a public figure. Yeah. It'll, and that seems to be it. And it just got I, me scared. I want to see the Venom symbiote attached to Peter for at least a minute. I want to see, I want to see what the MCU symbiote spider-man costume looks like he puts people's dirt in their eyes he puts dirt he would put dirt in their eyes though he would put dirt in your eyes go up to ant man be like finish it you know all three of the spider-mans are gonna do the dance oh my god tom hardy's gonna tom hardy venom's gonna hit on aunt may (laughs) uh because mcu aunt may is really hot he would he would. So. He would. You don't wait. No, you don't think MCU Aunt May is hot? Not really. What the fuck? I am. They making her younger. It's Nick like they know. made her old as shit for so long, and now they're just every movie makes her younger and younger. Sally Field was hot too. Who in the oh. hell is that bot? What? Who in the hell is Sally Fields? That was the woman who played her in Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, you're the actual actor. Amazing Spider-Man, other than Spider-Man and Gwen. That's it. I don't remember anybody else. I liked Amazing Spider-Man. I'm not saying it was a bad movie. The fight fight with Lizard through the school was so much fun. That was one of my favorite Stan Lee cameos. Where Stan Lee is just like, oh, did you guys notice the Stan Lee cameo in this? Oh, the uh, the magazine falling down. Yep. And Miss Chen's cell. Yep, yep, yep. I love Miss Chen, too. I am really surprised that uh, Venom being attached to her for several hours didn't kill her. Yeah. That's, that was, that's one thing I was confused about. That was such a... I love, I love him getting... He's like, we should eat her. No, no, we can't eat her. He was just also, so ready. Also, I really, really liked is that like it's it's the relationship when they're apart is like classic, like um just like me and Mikkel being apart from each other is like you know like we get to go do our own thing and then like we turn around and, like the other person isn't there to share it with and you can really feel it when he's mm-hmm. in the in the club and he's like I wish you could have seen me tonight, Eddie. And it's just like that's that's the same thing. It's like I'm here at home and I'm just like, oh, I wish I could show this to Mikel. He's not here. When the symbiote said, "I'm coming out of," the, I came out of the Eddie closets. I was like, yes. I yeah. He would have just taken. Yeah. It's that, so close, so close. Also, that rapper was a legitimate rapper. Oh, absolutely. I was. I thought she was going to start doing the Eminem Venom rap. She was getting on beat for it, 
And I was just like, are we going to get it? Are we going to get a cover of the Venom rap? Yeah, no, that's her. Her name's Lil Sims. She's fantastic. She's a fantastic musician. Yeah, she was great. I really liked her. I've listened to her music before. Like, even before this, I, I know, like, I know about her. She's really good. I didn't know she was going to be in the movie till like, two days ago. But, um, yeah. Apparently, she really loved the first movie, and she, like, wrote a song about it. And she and, got to perform that song in it? What? Is that the song she performed in it? I think so. I, I could be wrong. But I'm, like, I was... I, I I don't think that the ending credits theme song hit as well as the first one. True. I was waiting for it. It was just kind of like a bunch of roar shacks. I don't even remember the ending song. I yeah. Don't. Me neither. Yeah. But we all remembered Venom. <laughs> God, that was so bad. No, you It was no. great. They ain't gonna know what hit them. Venom. 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 Uh, appreciate it's it. funny because Eminem is legitimate comic book head. He loves comic books. Like Eminem, Eminem, I don't know if you guys ever have seen it, but there is a free comic book you can find online just about anywhere of Venom. I'm, I'm sorry, of Eminem and Punisher team up comic. It's real bad. It's a real bad comic book. Damn. Uh, what superpower does Eminem have? Eminem doesn't have a superpower. He he's just, just there. In a, he's just in a really weird, like, he just gets in, like, the middle of, like, a Punisher adventure and just, like, bumbles his way through it, kind of. It's very weird. Hmm. But, um. So what are we going to rate this movie? Yeah, what would we rate this movie? I'm already looking for places where I can watch it again. So y'all know. Y'all know. Um, I would say, even with all of its problems, it's a strong 8 for me. I would rate it a 6.9. Just kidding. Um, I'm going to rate it... I'd rate it a 7 out of 10. Because there was a... I, yes, I know it's Venom. You shouldn't care about plot holes. Blah, 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 blah. There was just some narrative parts of it that just made no sense. So I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. That's fair. I'd give it a 7, too. What about you, Mikkel? I'd give it a 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10? I think I'd give it an 8 if it had more Venom versus Carnage. Action. Yeah. So I guess it's like a 7.25 amongst all uh, three, all four of us, huh? Yeah. Yeah. That's still pretty good. That's still pretty good. I still want. I'm looking for places to watch it, but they're all like really bad websites um, that'll give me a million viruses and, and destroy my internet history, along with um, it'll blast my cache into outer space. Cache blasting. So. Cache blasting. Mm. Sounds inappropriate. Um. Okay. Anyways. Jesus. Um. You knew what this was, Chris. You knew what this was, Chris. Um, yeah, he anyways. has to do something with very little guidance and said to create content. Yep. Uh, so uh, this is this is what we got. I, I yeah. thought I I thought I had any sort of handle on it. I didn't from the beginning, and I we never planned to. We literally I, put four chaotic neutral people to talk about one of the most chaotic superhero movies of all time. 
You knew what was going to happen, Chris. And Chris, just so you know. This is Chris's format. I don't know what kind of structure you were talking about, Karen, but this is how it goes. This is, yeah, yeah. Well, at least there was some, there was some kind of structure. They, get, yeah. they knew who we were. They knew what we were reviewing. We, we did our shit, and we gave it a rating. You know, that, that's, that's, that's kind of a structure, right? Did you, think, did you think there wouldn't be any? I thought it was just going to be absolute bullshit from start to finish. Nah. Okay, we should probably, like, sign off in some sort of manner, guys. How do we, how do we sign off? What's, what's the tagline? How does he sign off? Um, Chris, you know what to do with this shit. Handle it the way you handle it. Bye, every- we, we, we're out. Bye, everybody. Um, let there be carnage. Yakety yak. Don't talk back. All right. Well, as you can see, I kept my promise. I've got a double feature coming here. Weren't they fun, you guys? I'm thinking about continuing that type of segment and again, still calling it the barbershop for reasons that, you know, if you ever been to a barbershop, you know why. A lot of talking. A lot of crap talking, <laughs> a lot of conversations, a lot of things that, you know, get going on. So between that friend group, another friend group, and another friend group, I've got a couple of friend groups that I can probably pull from. Anytime that I have guest groups, we're going to call it the barbershop. We're entering the barbershop. But right now, I know why you guys came here. We're going back to our original story. I'm sorry that I've been gone for a while. If you've checked my Instagram, which is like 99% of the time where I put all of my information and my updates and all that other stuff, you'll see that I was having something going on and I really had to take care of it, but everything's okay now. And right now I'm back. I'm not going to say that I'm going to stick with the schedule due to the fact that Every time I decide to, life decides to throw a wrench at me. So I'm not going to say that. But for now, I'm going to attempt to stick with this schedule at least one every two weeks, hopefully one a week. Regardless, we're going to get some new stuff coming in. Like I said, we've got the new shows because I'm starting to get close to the end of the shows that I've been reviewing um, other than that, it's getting close to Halloween. I'm hoping that this isn't my Halloween one, but if it is, happy Halloween. Either way, um, what am I going to think? I think I'm going as like static. I got to buy a costume and you know, those are expensive. But other than that, everything else has been going pretty well. Life has been going well. I took a lot of, say, irritants out of my life right now, so... I'm not having to try and fight emotions and things like that. Um, work is actually going pretty well recently. Like I said, still have some some stuff there. But other than that, you know, what you're going to do? Every place has its faults. All right. Well, let's get started, shall we? You'll have to forgive the background. Again, I'm washing clothes and... Cooking food and all that fun stuff. I'll, I actually cooked um, some real spaghetti this weekend. And so it was a lot of fun. I think I might post up a picture of the pot later after this. 
But for right now, like I said, we're about to get into it. And right now, we're reviewing My Pride. Episode 5 called Escape. It is a 2020 production made by Tribal of Doom. And it is 12 minutes and 20 seconds long. Producers are Davin Leginel, IPF, and Ontario Creates. The cast for this one is Momo O'Brien as Nothing, Morgan Ganal as Hover, Sarah Moscato as Fire, Raven Amato as Feather, Caleb Calderon as Fire. I may have done that twice, and I don't remember who Caleb Calderon is. My bad. Helen O'Connor as Power Strike. Massey Mahan as Farley, Izzy Set as Silent Stock, Anthony Castillo as Quickmane, Chris O'Bray as Proud, Matt Maccabee as Ghost, Moon Kitty as Sister One, and Pet Peeves as Sister Two. Again, that whole fire thing, I probably, um, Sarah Moscato was probably the voice of, um, fire when he was younger, so let me go ahead and just take that out real quick, because I use a template that does have most of their names on there. So I might put it in twice, not thinking about it. The movie description is like last time, an epic tale of darkness and hardship will determine the fate of these three cubs as they traverse life as children in a harsh world. I really need to change that because now it is going away from that and going towards just nothing. So, it's more like an epic tale of light and darkness and hardship will determine the fate of nothing as she traverses life in a very harsh and religious world. I think I'm going to go with that one now. I'm going to change that later. The word of this week is still ableism, discrimination or prejudice against individuals with disabilities. And we start where we left off with nothing protecting Feather from a very aggressive ghost. Ghost being the name of the lion, not an actual ghost for all you ghouls out there. Uh, Quickmane ends up coming in with his huntresses and they all stand as one against what they see to be an attacker. However, when the fight is done, the dysfunction continues with nothing being reprimanded. Um... Scare tactics are used and physical violence ensues as quick main anger rises. In his defense, nothing did actually leave his children unattended and brought his son into somewhat into a somewhat dangerous situation. But he's, you know, quick main's still an ass. But again, if you bring my son around a bunch of no mains or about around rather around a bunch of people that actually want to take my job and my life. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be pretty pissed, not going to lie. Quick Mane finally decides to kill nothing, but is stopped when rain begins to pour. It is exclaimed that it is the dry season, so rain should not be coming down. This meaning that the goddesses have gotten involved, and Quick Mane, still in fear of the goddesses' wrath, stops. But in spite of this, he decides to go off and find fire to kill him in nothing's place. Nothing pleads for someone to help her save her brother, but no one is really willing. She asks her mother, and that leads into a very confusing conversation. Not that it's really hard to follow, but that there's a lot of emotion behind it, and it's like, man, if you look at both sides, you can see both sides, but you can still see how this is pretty bad. Her mother says that she does love them both, 
but fire is a no man now he has to figure life out on his own which you know a lot of parents if you've ever watched this or you got you you all understand after a while you guys have to just let your kids do what they do because that's this their life and she and her expectations for nothing makes her feel weak and weak is one thing a pride lightness can never be this is ableism at, at its finest again she's saying you could have been a hunts chief but the way that things are going the way that things have gone you you know i i can't look at you you make me feel weak and i can't be that we then get a conversation between hover who is now long run and about how actions have consequences. Nothing's choice to go see fire has started really all of this. And Hover's really done with it. She tells her that she broke a promise and she needs to figure this whole mess out on her own. While I agree that nothing's choice really did lead to all of this, I do believe that Hover was a bit harsh with her. But again, it's main character, plot armor type thing. You're, you're, you're going to feel bad for her. But I truly do agree that this was important to Hover, and you know, this was essentially her throwing her life away, so that her and nothing can be together in the way that they want, or the way that she, that nothing wanted to be, and nothing shouldn't have played with that, shouldn't have played with the time at all. This is a very emotional couple of scenes with her mother and Hover. So, man, I can't, I really can't say anything bad about this so far. Nothing goes out after Quickmane, only to find him dead. Proud then scares nothing into telling her where the cubs are and the lionesses are. She pleads for her life by explaining the curse. And he does not agree to keep her in the pride, but he does agree to let her go and tell the pride he killed her. Honestly, I'm... It makes me really not like nothing and only in the sense i'm like you really just you know destroyed your family again no not destroy but change the dynamic again by telling them where you know where all these guys where the, all these guys are and instead of just you know taking it saying hey i'm not gonna you know sell out my family you, you pretty much did but the last thing which really humanized this situation was when Proud said to Nothing that this wasn't personal and that it's just what a no-man has to do to survive and to let Fire know that that's what this was. I will 100% admit that this system is messed up and that I feel bad for all involved, like all involved, even Quickmane, who I, you guys know I adamantly don't like. But I do feel bad because this is the way of their land. While nothing is out looking for fire, Feather shows up and shows up to apologize for all the trouble that he caused. He wants to take nothing back to the sister step so he can explain what so he can explain what was going on and so that way no one is in trouble. Instead of telling him all that just happened, nothing uses Feather's ego to help him him and her escape. Like, hey, I know you're good at tracking. I'm trying to find my brother. Could you help me? He's like, yeah, I'm great at hunting, this, that, and the other. Feather doesn't understand 
what is going on when they have to go past a certain point and ask a lot of questions before he finally finds his resolve. He asks nothing if they will ever return, and she says she doesn't know, but just to trust her. Reluctantly, he agrees, and they run off into the rain, ending the episode. Honestly, that was a really good episode. My final thoughts on it, very emotionally charged, very fast-paced and forwarding of the of the um story what i would give it i would give it an 8.5 almost a nine honestly i might even just straight up give it a nine i think i will i'm gonna give it a nine i'm gonna change my rating again i'm gonna give it a nine because this was really really good i truly do enjoy this episode and things this is where this is where shit hit the fan and honestly i love it i really do it was a good episode. Man, I want to give it a higher score. No, no, no. There were some... It was a little too fast. Not going to lie. There were some parts that it was just like, why? Why was this this fast? Also, um, this the back and forth between like fire and nothing at the end kind of... It was a little wonky, but again, nothing that would I would ever say that this was a bad episode. So I'm going to stick with my nine. Other than that, I kept my promise, y'all. This is the end of the double feature. Thank you for staying with me this far in, and I hope to see you guys on the next one. Well, that about does it for this episode. This is Chris B signing off. You can find me on Instagram at Final Thoughts Media or go to my YouTube channel, Final Thoughts Media. Catch you guys on the next episode and have a great day. Bye.